welcome to the Chuck Toddcast. The, Todd the podcast about Chuck Todd. The podcast about and only Chuck Todd. Chuck Pod. <laughs> yes, that exactly. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes, that that's what this is. Chuck Pod. How are you, B? I'm going to pretend I'm I didn't good. ask you that like five minutes ago when we got on the phone. That was not five minutes ago. Yeah, I don't. That was a solid two minutes ago. Two I'm minutes pretty ago. good. Um, um, I'm pretty good. My dog just walked in the room and then ran away, um, which is kind of a bummer. They because, could. oh, dang. Well, I, I'll try and edit that out later, but maybe <laughs> not. Maybe my dog deserves to have a guest role on this podcast. Thanks, Chloe. Um, yeah. Um, she's a good girl. Um, I, I watched Meet the Press this morning. I also watched um, Meet the Press for like the first time, which probably means that I'm unqualified to be hosting this podcast, but... We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, um, I don't want to talk about any of the politics discussed because I do take umbrage with a lot of the points that our subject, Mr. Todd and his guests made. But um, also was kind like of that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty boring. Um, it was pretty boring this morning. It was just all about party divisions. Like, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Y'all, if you're listening to this, like, you either don't need to know what's going on or you d- or you know what's going on and you're sick of hearing about it. That's not what this podcast mm-hmm. is about. This is Th- a safe this respite podcast. from politics, but you still want your daily dosage of Chuck Todd. So Oh, yeah, defo. De- defo? So, yeah. If you, want, if you want Chuck Todd, but you don't want any of those pesky politics getting in the way... We're here for you, here at Chuck Toddcast. I'm B Highland. I'm Teresa Carr, and we're both Chuck yeah, Todd? Yeah, we did I don't know. Yeah, we, we had an original, um, like, sign-on agreed to for this show, um, like, back when it was in its, back when it was in the womb. Primordial days. But, yeah. The embryonic um, But it's evolved since then-ish. Has it? Now that it's... <laughs> I think... Now that it's come to fruition. It's just as much as of, of a mess as it was in our heads, except now it's real, so it's... Yeah, now it's real. Now it's just now a it's real, real solid physical mess, you know? Yeah. But digital and not physical. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's an information superhighway now. Mm-hmm. All right, are we going to figure out something to talk about? I, yeah, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about... Um, I never watched Meet the Press before, which makes me a yeah. bad podcast host, first of all. And, you know, probably B could have gotten someone way more qualified to host this good show with. But, you know, not everyone will sign on to doing this. I enjoy... Yeah, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Oh, God. Oh, oh God, God, dude. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Why are our entire lives still with regret? Um, I enjoyed Chuck Todd's enthusiasm about his statistics. Did you like that? He yeah. Kept, uh, in, he kept, yeah, he kept, like, talking about the statistics that were, like, the bumpers of every <laughs> scene. It was very cute. I, I, I disagree. Yeah. I have, I've had, um, I've had impressions of Chuck Todd. Which on seeing in, in upon seeing him in his natural in action yeah, in his natural habitat, I I am I think I think I was wrong to call him a beaver man. I don't know. I don't think he's that much of a beaver when you see him in 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 motion on video. He looks yeah more beaverish in in a still photo- photograph photograph. Um, yeah. 
if you were to hand me a, like a glossy JPEG of Chuck Todd, but not really hand me, I mean that in sort of a mm-hmm. metaphorical sense, um, I would say that man is beaver. But if you were to show me um, like a, a, a GIF of mm-hmm. Mr. Todd, um, I would say, you know what? I retract my previous yeah. statement. That that's a that's a that's a human man right Real there. Live human man with hints of beaver. You know, maybe yeah. It must be like yeah. one angle, and it's just yeah. And then you only see it for a second, a fleeting second. Yes. Oh. Um. So, uh, do you have like any impressions about like what we can gain, like? Having never experienced uh, Meet the Press mm-hmm. before and having finally experienced it today, um, do you have any, like, great realizations? Like, did you have a eureka moment, re-Chuck? Um, I, I, I have—I think I like him more than I used to. When we, when we were first discussing this podcast, I should be, like—I I said there should be one person who's pro-Chuck Todd and one person who's anti-Chuck Todd, and I, I presented myself as the anti-Chuck, um— and I, I think that was wrong of me because he's just a, he's a man who cares about, about politics and the division in party politics and, and asking the tough questions and in a not smooth way. But you know what? Sometimes it's, it's the callousness yeah. that we need to get real answers. That's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if it's reassuring to you about like your status as co-host of this podcast, um, I was um, mm-hmm. I was home at at like five p.m. the other day, and I I was I like I normally spend my days watching like Parks and Rec or something if I have to watch TV, just because like the news bumps me out. I watched Meet the Press Daily for ah. the first time the other day. Was that? Um, yeah, um, he he. It was a little bit like of a. It was a different studio, definitely. Um, because I think Meet the Press, um, weekly, if we're gonna go for these, like, we need a shorthand. Time, time stamps. Yeah. MTP dubs, um, is filmed in the Mm. museum, I think. Whereas, um, I think MTPD is filmed at, like, MSNBC's Washington home base. Um, like, you know. You know, know you, you know where they make TV. Video things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so today um, on Meet the Press, Chuck was talking, as we said earlier, about divisions in party politics. And do you think we can like he seemed like sort of frustrated with some of his guests <laughs> today, which I appreciated. Um, like, I always kind of appreciate it when a newscaster <laughs> just like, oh, it just cut it already like come on i'm uh, like you can see this a lot more evidently with a lot of other um a lot of other newscasters especially like non-opinion ones um but like like you see this pretty frequently with with jake for example who i love you see jake getting tired of people of people pretty frequently but with chuck um he's only really started breaking recently um, for <laughs> obvious reasons, but Started like, breaking recently. Um, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't we all Chuck? It's okay, Charles. We're, we're did. there with you. Um, but like, yeah. And like, it's, it's because of Kelly, of course we all know mm-hmm. Kelly, our good Whatever. friend, Kelly. 
um, yeah, um, who I um, I also watched George Stephanopoulos this morning because um, why not? And um, who I think is Chuck's main competition, mm. like in this Chuck Todd lore that we're let's talk about this actually. Um, I just Kellyanne Conway was on George Stephanopoulos this morning, but I do want to create this lore, um, so I want to discuss this with you. Do you think that George Stephanopoulos and Chuck Todd are like rivals, enemies, or like? No, I don't want to like speculate. I think I think George Stephanopoulos is is kind of funny because you are proposing a question that is entirely speculative in nature. But go on. Yeah, I just like. I'm sorry. Let's not disrespect Chuck's marriage. We already disrespect him enough in this podcast. I am. Sir. Yeah. Um, unless it's like an open thing, in which case, please invite George Stephanopoulos into your open marriage, Chuck. Oh. <laughs> um, but, oh my God. Um, but I like, I want to create sort of a fiction where they're like, like, um, they pass each other <laughs> and just in, like a little, in the hallway. Like glare. I, I don't know. And, and, and they clash. Because there's... They, Believe it or not, ABC News and MSNBC and NBC, they're all they're all in the same building. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just <laughs> they're not. I don't I, I there was a joke there that I completely like I was I was reeling it in like a fishing rod and it like it didn't. Uh, it was just like a, a can or something. I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley lately, but um, they, all, um, they mingle. Yeah, they see each other. Yeah. From the other opposite side. That's of all the they party. do. They, they see each other. <laughs> yeah, and they lock eyes, and Chuck just sort of grunts, like, <clears throat> like, oh, like, Stephanopoulos. Not today. E- Not today. Not today. No. Um, and then George will see, will see Chuck, and um, I think George, in this fiction, mm. is, like, very much a pretty boy. I like, have, have you seen yes. Documentary Now? Did you see the episode where Fred Armisen basically played um, I didn't know it George, was George Stephanopoulos. Stephanopoulos? You're talking about the first episode of season two? Yes. Um, if you're listening oh, and you haven't phenomenal. seen that episode of television yet, please, please, please just, please watch this Documentary Now season two. Holy shit. Watch that instead, please. Yeah, um, but that's sort of mm. how I'm characterizing George Stephanopoulos in my in my imagination, and he's like, you know, he's very much a a pretty boy, very like um, he's. I'm imagining like a not exactly a a prep, a mm. prep nerd dynamic sort of, <laughs> not a jock nerd. I think mm. um, if anyone's Got the it. jock, it's yeah. Jake. Um, wait, well, wait! Don't forget the yeah, essential those byline are my three. of Chuck Todd's uh, Twitter profile. And yeah, I also tweet about sports. sports. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe is, he's like the Moneyball guy. Not Remember really. Moneyball? <laughs> <laughs> Moneyball, like the movie. Probably uh, somebody was in it who was famous. I think Chris Pratt was in it, but that he wasn't the main role. I'm I'm completely blanking on the cast of Moneyball except for Chris Pratt. But anyway, I want to elaborate, like. Maybe the point of this show, which we've been sort of grasping at for for if this is our third episode, um, maybe the point of the show is we just insert newscasters into various like <laughs> alternate universes and just like write this beautiful write this beautiful the point fanfic of the show is that figuring we, what we the need. Show was about. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but like, 
So I've I've accidentally sort of birthed a, a newscaster oh, no. high school AU. Um so let's talk about it. Like, let's talk about this. <laughs> Uh-oh. Error while trying to synchronize audio and MIDI. I think the problem is oh, that geez. you outflank me definitely um, in in uh newscaster knowledge. So I'm just probably gonna like reflect whatever you say for half half of the thing. Yes, but like but like neither That's of us true. know anything about high school, so we go to high school, but we do not really know the arcane laws of high school. <laughs> My computer's about to die, so if you hear rustling under me, that's me trying to reach Intrigued. for the charger. Drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Intrigue. Um, so tell me what you know about high school, and I'll tell you newscasters. Um, there we go. Well, I've heard, I've heard there, are, there are proms and homecomings and football definitely okay and 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 lockers and hallways and, and maybe a blackboard mm. or two with some like like chalk like you know you're just like aggressively writing things on the chalkboard and then you underline God, it chalk really stresses me out like as a sound Which which newscaster do you think is the teacher that's sort of like, you know, the type, the Robin Williams Dead Poet Society who sits backwards on the chair and he's like, I want to, I want to teach you, but you guys are also going to oh, teach me. No one's coming to mind at the moment. <gasps> um, Not, is it Anderson Cooper? It's exactly Anderson Cooper. It's exactly Anderson Cooper. <laughs> except Anderson Cooper, oh, except Anderson Cooper's it. on the rowing mm, team. That's true. And Anderson Cooper's the the snotty rich boy who like accidentally starts tagging along mm. with the other boys in the Dead Poet Society, and then it turns out that he actually is like super redeemable yeah. um, and and sweet. Um, but like you have to sort of get past because he's a Vanderbilt. <laughs> like, oh, and okay, we've already God. established that Brian Why, Anderson, is bad boy, he wears a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Spikes on it, obviously, and there are chains on his very, 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 oh, very no. tight pants. Um, combat boots or Doc Martens? Uh? Combat boots. Yeah. Okay. It's combat boots. It's combat boots. Um, <laughs> his hair yes, is still in that. Changes. Like his demeanor his hair is, is still... exactly the same. <laughs> he's just... still he's. Yes. <laughs> he he just dresses. Mm. He wears sunglasses oh. every day. Yes. Indoor. Oh my God, Brian Williams cast. It, it, we're calling for you. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Who else? Oh my God. I think that's that's the most mileage I'm ever gonna get at a joke ever. Is Brian Williams, famed bad boy of the news world. Cut. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I I was doing some research on Rachel Maddow. Just because, like, number one, I was very, very afraid that when we were, like, worshipping her in the first episode that she would, like, end up being, like, trans-exclusionary or something nasty. Um, Like, thankfully, it doesn't seem that way. Um, But, like, um, she was apparently, like, I think she described herself (gasps) as part jock, part goth. Honestly. Which, that's the dream, first and foremost. 
God, like, <laughs> God, I wish that were me. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that's important to note for this for this discussion because also I can very much see it, especially given that one photo of her that I did. I'm I send it to you it. where she had purple hair. Rachel Maddow, purple hair. Oh my God. <gasps> yeah. Um, oh, so anyway, definitely. Chuck is the Moneyball guy. Chuck is the Moneyball guy. Um, Jake Tapper is Homecoming King, Prince of My Heart, Dreamboat. The vote is unanimous. God. No one else runs against him. Yeah, like, (laughs) nobody runs against him except for, like, that that dick who does, Mm -hmm. like, those racist bits on Fox News. You know the guy? Mm -hmm. Um, That that, that could be pretty much anybody, but, I mean, like, the one who does comedic bits— like your Fox Wait, News, not a comedy I'm sorry, just to backpedal for a minute. How can you like, be goth and a jock? Because then wouldn't your goth makeup sweat off? Oh, that's true. Waterproof that's makeup. True. You just need like a lot of waterproof eyeliner in your set. That's such an aesthetic. That's such a mood. Yeah, really. like come on. It, it's too late in my life for me to try sports, but if I had, like, a like a chance to go back and do anything, I would get really good at sports mm-hmm. and also be really, really goth. And just, God, I dream of that. Oh, um, oh who's Megyn Kelly? Is Megyn th- Kelly... Um, Sharpay from High School Musical, you know her? I've, I've heard tell. I've heard tell. Yes, you've heard of her. <laughs> you've heard tell. Um... Yeah, that that's all you need to know. I don't care for I don't care for Miss Kelly. Um, yeah. Um, Who's Chris Hayes? You know that. Um, you know. That, do you watch CNN? Oh, correct. My boyfriend. Who's Chris Hayes? I'm not into men, but I'm in love with you, Chris Hayes. Uh, I'm free. I'm free I'm Tuesday. No, I'm free Wednesday. This this Hit me up, Chris. There's limited material I can work with, but my favorite fun fact about Chris Hayes. You've talked about, you've talked about, you've, ta- you, yes, Did you've said I, this. You said this in episode I one. I hate that. I hate that. We're on the third episode. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, is, is, Chris Hayes is, is the, the playwriting theater nerd. That's what I say. Yeah, oh God. Chris Hayes <laughs> is such a theater kid. I want to kick his ass. Oh my, oh my God. Oh my God! Um, hmm. Um, there's a woman on CNN who does like comedic bits. Like she did a jo- she did like a a ten minute segment on Trump's obsession with trucks, and it wasn't really informative. It was just very good. Um, I think she's this is me. A, is this Anna Navarro? No, it's not Anna Navarro. I forget her name. Um, she's a I forget her name, and I want to know her name, but I'm going to Google this after the show. But she did, like, a 10-minute segment it. on trucks, <laughs> and it was very good. It was very good, um, and I was deeply entertained by how corny it was, puns? and I just, like, God. Oh, you know there were puns. Mm-hmm. You know there were puns. The editing left something to be desired, and... Um, not all the clips were super high quality, but it was like, it was just like a nice <laughs> when break you need from a respite everything. from the world, you know, like sometimes you, 
sometimes Fareed Zakaria is just like grinding your gears and you're like, okay, I, I just want CNN. a woman to talk to me for 10 minutes about in, trucks. In the past, they watched Chuck Todd's take on the division between, between the two parties and they're like, how can we fix this? How can we establish discourse in America? And she just timidly raises her hand and she says, Trump and trucks. And everything's solved. Everything's better. Nothing is yes. wrong anymore. Yes. I, I just, like, I've, I've been, like, so on edge about news since Ugh. November 7th, probably. And, like, um, I don't think, like, there's a weight on my shoulders that won't go away. And, like, there's always a little bit of weight on my shoulders because the news is always terrible. And, like, this is true. nothing is good ever, you know. Um, but, like... For so, like, I've been Atlas for the past <laughs> my life, my entire life. I've been Atlas, bearing the weight of the world with with this news, this terrible, terrible news. Like, I was. This is the fourth president I've oh, lived that's under. Weird. I guess that's um, true for me too, like, but only like very. Technically. Yeah. 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 You, there was a president elect when you were yeah. born. There wasn't when I was born. Yeah. Um, was wait, was there a president election when you were born? No, I was born. No, there yeah. wasn't. There wasn't yet. There wasn't mm. yet. There wasn't yet. I'm it was two thousand. Because you can vote in twenty eight. So there wasn't a president elect yet. I'm off by two days. It yeah, I can so vote. Sad. I can vote in the primaries next year too. Yeah, that's fun. I I, I have power. I'll I'll be a legal adult before you, and I'll also Enjoy. probably die first. It's cool. Um, that, that, those are like the two uh, things I hold over you. The midnight, midlife crisis. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, so like for 10 minutes of my life, as this woman talked to me about trucks, I was suddenly like freed from the weight of the world. Like I was no longer Atlas for 10 minutes. Just as this woman then, told me good words about trucks. You, you found peace with the world. You, you, like suddenly like so realizations wait. that you've been too bogged down to like ever fully consider they just come tunneling and then the moment it ends just back into reality so th yes so in our high school au um <laughs> speaking of going back to reality um instead of me just like trying to like bloviate how good this segment on cnn made me feel about myself um like I think that she is, like, that really, like, chill nice. hippie, you know? Like, that trope of, like, she's sort of the outsider in that, like, but she, like, knows everybody and everyone like, sort of likes her, but they yeah, think she's yeah, kind of yeah. like weird. The, the like, you know that trope in movies? With the, with the hair. You know the one. Kind of. Her. Yes, her. Also, her. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The Breakfast Club is a bad movie. <laughs> It's a bad movie. It's not enjoyable. It's a bad movie. It's not a good movie. Like, there's, like, maybe two John Hughes movies that I actually like. And I'm, like, I feel like that's a crime for me I saying it. Also, I don't Friends. like the show Friends. I just know. Well, don't. I, Let's just air all this out. Oh, gosh. I, I know. Chuck Todd I mean, hates Full House, and so do I. So um, I think we're basically the same person. For his love of sports, um, you'll never get over that that block. 
his love of sports and his love of Seth MacFarlane are unforgivable crimes. But, um, oh my God, he loves Seth MacFarlane, Teresa. Teresa, he thinks Seth MacFarlane is the funniest person on TV today. TV gets away with a lot of things. Okay, okay, if we're talking about things that are bad... It's you know it seems today that all you see is violence and movies. Speaking of Seth MacFarlane, what? About what? Jimmy Fallon's show is not funny. It's not funny. It's so generic. It's it's, it's so not. Generic. It's not. <sighs> if Chuck Todd were a guest on Jimmy Fallon's show, which he very well might be, because it's the same network, mm-hmm. and you gotta get that self promo in. Uh, I say as I retweet every episode okay. of this show seventeen times. Um, you got to get that self-promo in, James Fallon. Come on. Um, but it's a bad show. Um, but if Chuck Todd were a guest on it, I would watch that episode and only mm-hmm. that episode of TV for the rest of my life. Like, it's just like when, um, before At Midnight ended, yeah. I had sort of grown to loathe the show. Tired. Um, I, just because, like, it, it's just tired. Like, the man made a joke about the ending of Lost <laughs> last week. Like... Dude, he made a joke about Taylor Swift's girlfriends last week. <laughs> Boyfriends, not girlfriends. I can dream. Um, but um, I can dream. Um, but he made a joke about Taylor Swift's love life in the year of our Lord 2017. Like, there are other better things Where to make fun of her for, for Christopher. I haven't even heard but, of Taylor like, Swift the, in 2017. She's gone. Yeah, true. Bye. Um, but anyway, like, then the Mac the McElroy brothers were on it and I was like, that's, that mm-hmm. was, that was chill. And I watched that episode. So if, if Chuck, um, who's the mm-hmm. main subject of my affections, um, right now, as we all know, as this podcast exists and who you love as well, we yeah, all love Chuck Todd. Contract. We are all love Chuck Todd. Um, if somebody listening, if somebody listening to this, if somebody listening, because I don't want to do this and I don't want to make Teresa do this. If you want to make a t, if you want to make like a Photoshop of that one photo of Richard Dawkins that says we are all love Chuck Todd or even just we are all Chuck Todd, please send it to me. I'm on Twitter at B Highland. Um, you know, just just do it for me. But anyway, um, so if Chuck Todd were on James Fallon's show, I would enjoy it very much. Um, also, if Chuck Todd and the Roots are friends, <laughs> I would like to invite all of them to my birthday is, party. Is it going to be a newscaster-themed birthday party? I... <gasps> no, it's going to be a The Roots-themed That's birthday fair. party, but Chuck can hang if I he's friends Chuck with The Roots. Todd plays the clarinet. Yeah, didn't he minor in music or something? I want... I'm pretty sure he did. I think he plays Chuck French horn and he minored in music. No, I would watch uh, I would watch Mr. James Fallon's show for that. Oh, oh my god. I that's the only reason I would ever watch Jimmy Fallon's show again. Oh my god, now I'm dreaming about that cl- that collabo. <laughs> I'm going to like DM Questlove like, "Hey Quest, big fan. I have an idea for your next album." Um, and Ch- Questlove will say, okay, shoot, what's up? I've mm-hmm. never met you before, but I, I trust you. Yeah. Um, because I think you I'm sort of inherently trustable. Kind of yeah, freckle, freckle-faced, uh, youthful glow coming from af- actual youth. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so- yeah, I'm pretty young. I have a, like a, I'm not like 
I have like a face of like a person who doesn't do bad things. I don't think. It's the round glasses, yeah. Have you ever seen a um, villain? It's the in, round like, glasses, the Harry sort of Pottery, not quite in style here. Glassy haircut. glasses, no. One could argue that Harry Potter is the real villain of Harry Potter. I'm just gonna let that sit there. We're not gonna address that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but anyway, so so Questlove will DM me back, and he'll be like, "Yeah, sure, shoot, I trust you," um, and um. I'll say, um, so I think, if I recall correctly, um, someone on the same network that you participate in Mr. James Fallon's show on, um, Mr. Chuck Todd? You've heard um, of Chuck Todd yes. Quest, right? Am I, am I, am I Quest in the situation? Thank you, Quest. Oh. Yeah. We're role-playing, yeah, yes. Um, it gives me all the and, news, hard-hitting. Yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. It's Sunday. Yeah. It's the press. Yo. And, uh, yeah. I don't know if Questlove says yo. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Not really. I don't think so. Um, but, um, so I think that, I think that Chuck Todd, um, who I think minored in music in, at, at GW, if I recall his, his facts right, I think he might be a very good addition to you and your friends in the Roots next album. And then Questlove will pay me. $1,000 for that. Um, and I, yeah, thanks for the stage. Dire- uh, I'm just here to give stage directions. Okay. So, and scene, um, and scene. Um, so anyway, that's my goal to number one, get Chuck Todd onto, um, onto, onto James Fallon show and make James Fallon show to good. Win a drama desk award for that brilliant staging of Be Highland and quest love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, I want Chuck Todd, not not Chuck Todd, Questlove to give me $1,000 for um, helping maybe, like, not save music because the Roots, like, the Roots already do that for me every time I listen to one of their good songs. Um, but for just sort of improving the music scene by um, putting it's Chuck like, in the mix. It's like if Fred Armisen, it's like when Fred Armisen joined as band leader of of Seth Meyers show, but, but Chuck Todd isn't Seth, funny. So, yeah, we don't know that. We don't know that. No, he's not. I, I, um, what if I've been, this just launched Chuck's career as an impressionist and an improviser. Yeah. Oh God. God, yes. God, yes. <laughs> Chuck joined Chuck, second city. Start, start improv level one. At UCB. Imagine God. being in an improv class with Chuck God. Todd. Yeah. I want to join. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drive to Arlington once a week and join an improv <laughs> class just to see if Chuck Todd what is if there. What he pulls a Michael Scott and just like brings the gun into every scene? I could see that. So. <laughs> <sighs> oh my God. Like, remember, oh my god, Chuck, I'm trying to think, Glock, I'm trying to think of a, of a gun joke I can make about Chuck Todd. How about um, these guns? Chuck, Chuck Cod, like Call of Duty, um, Chuck <laughs> Todd a with a gun. Just there. Um, if it's Sunday, <laughs> it's time to die. 
<laughs> oh my god, why it's are Sunday, we doing this? It's time to die. That's the name of this god. episode. That's like his one-liner. That's his one-liner. Um, so I, 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 what I want Chuck to do is, um, so CISO, which I've been using a lot of lately, just because why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm paying for CISO, might as well use it. Um, um, I was watching old SNL episodes, Mm -hmm. like, and by old, I mean eight years old. And, um, just because I really wanted to watch some, some Andrew Samberg, um, because, I don't know, I have weird conflicting feelings about Andy Samberg. Um, but anyway, I see a host name, and I'm sort of, like, caught mm-hmm. caught unaware. Um, just because, like, <gasps> I love it was that. Brian Williams. <laughs> it was a really bad episode of SNL, just so you know. Good. And I don't think he was in very many sketches. And But, um, like, dude... I think Chuck should Does pull a stunt like that. Does he have the cachet yet? Um, I mean, especially because in the he, monologue, he pull it off. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about his national cachet actually, because like I think he was a DC. Like I've always had him on my TV, just because he was on NBC Four mm-hmm. for like ever. And I don't know if he was on other he's, he's new other NBC, while. or if he was just. Yeah, um, but, like, I'm very, like, used to seeing Mr. Todd on my, on my TV screen, so I don't know if he has the cachet yet, but I hope he does, um, because I, I want to see, I want to see Chuck Todd, um, I want (laughs) Chuck Todd to succeed Lorne Michaels. Oh, the next. There's my proposition for that. SNL 50, Lorne Michaels just steps down. Yeah. He, He gives a little speech. He says, Lauren Michael, all for all your, your your years and making this such an influential show. But I think the person we have to thank the most, maybe, for the success is Charles Todd of Saturday Night Live SNL. It's Charles Todd, my successor. And then everyone is just confused, and the show immediately stops. I think Adam Sandler would deck oh, Lorne in that situation. I hate thinking about Adam Sandler. Never talk God. about him again. I, I'm, al- oh, I'm always thinking about Adam Sandler. <laughs> if I have to live with this curse. A witch, um, when I was like seven years old, a witch came to my house. And she and I opened the door and I said, hello, ma'am, what's up? Um, he's like, I was, I was a pretty polite kid and she said, do you have any sugar? And I, I said, no, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. We don't have sugar in this Mm -hmm. home because my mom's a health nut. Um, and then she said, I curse you to never be able to stop (laughs) thinking about one Adam Sandler. And ever since then, my dreams have been plagued <laughs> by Adam classic Sandler. Classic Wiccan curses. Thank you. It's like right up bit. there with um, yes. infertility, fire. Fire. <laughs> Ceaseless thoughts of Adam Sandler. <laughs> like Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh. Ceaseless. God. What was God. That? All right. Let's. Should we wrap this? Should we wrap this up? Thank you for listening. Um, to <laughs> Okay. It's Sunday. Thanks for listening. It's um, time to die. It's Sunday. It's Chuck Todd. 
If it's Sunday, it's time to die. I'm B Highland. I'm a, on, Twitter I'm on Twitter at B Highland. That's Teresa Carr. Teresa Carr. She's on Twitter at Teresa S Carr. Um, we we do we we, we don't no really do lies. anything else. You know, um, we, we no we don't do anything <laughs> other than just mindlessly watch Rachel you, Maddow and cry. Yeah, I enjoyed and how Teresa you goes out for brunch sometimes. How you spend your days is just watching Parks and Rec. <laughs> That's some pretty relatable content right there. I yeah, the West Wing yesterday night. Yeah, I I did cry. Oh God! But, like the thing about finishing such a big show like that is you realize just how empty your life is when you don't have any more. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's a good. I I'm I'm going to ask you this on the podcast. Thoughts on Jimmy Smith's Matthew Santos I, and also Alan Alda. I loved. I I I I had only heard jokes about Alan Alda. Um, specifically from John Mulaney and Nick Kroll's uh, Oh Hello, like that thing. They said that the inspiration for their grumpy old men characters were um, two men that they saw in a bookstore um, who, they were marrying... They were wearing matching cardigans, mind you. They were clearly roommates, and they purchased two separate copies of Alan Alda's biography... And that's, that's like, the, the, the prevailing notion of Alan Alda that I've had in my head for, you know, these past years, being a, a conscious person. And I kind of loved Alan Alda. Like, I would, I would read an Alan Alda biography. I love it. Yeah. God, wouldn't everyone... Wouldn't ever, He was also really good on 30 Rock. Anyway, um, please leave a review on iTunes... Maybe we can just turn this into a West Love Wing it. fan cast and not change the name and just talk about <sighs> yeah. just talk about the last <laughs> season of the West at the Wing episode because I was like, imagine discourse. Imagine. Oh, yeah! I, they showed it I, live. That's what I figured it was like something was off. Like there was a moment when Alan Alda like paused too long, and I'm like, this is not the snappy West Wing. Yeah, and the newscaster was a real newscaster, so just so you know, if if we by reboot the West Wing today, that episode would be link. moderated by Chuck Todd. It all comes back. By Chuck Todd, yes. God. Okay, so anyway, um, leave a review on iTunes. Um, please. Please talk to us about the West Wing. Um, please, God, talk to us about the West Wing. Talk to me about Parks and Rec specifically. Um, I watched all mm-hmm. of Parks and Rec in the last week. I love that show very much. Anyway. Um, Thanks. Um, thank you. you so much for listening. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye.